Welcome to Cat Chat. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cat Chat Live. My name is Josh Tyler. I'm happy to be joined by the fastest sleeper in the world, Tyler Tomlinson. Yeah, there he goes. That's a true story. We travel together and and we'll be sitting chatting, working, and we're like, hey, let's go to bed, get in the hotel, go brush my teeth. By the time I brush my teeth, this son of a gun fast asleep. My wife hates me because I can fall asleep anywhere, anytime. Any airplane, bye bye. Train, see you later. I I get it. I it in awesome term for the next you are the opposite yeah i know you're fast asleep over there i mean oh my goodness gracious but good good for you man i i, I yeah. next time next time we, we, we room together you're making a pillow of your face and you might not wake up I, I am angry <laughs> anyway tyler tomlinson everybody this is Cam Jack. You're listening to Cap Chat, the number one soccer recruitment podcast in the United States. This All right. is Cap Chat. We are talking about eligibility centers today. Um, I wish we could make this topic as exciting as possible, but maybe we'll just throw some jokes in there. But um, is is non-exciting as it is, it's also incredibly important. Um, it is incredibly important, a, a part of the process. Um and about the eligibility centers and kind of what they do. So if you want to play NCAA sports at a Division One or Division Two school or NAIA school, you must register for certification account with the NCAA or NAIA eligibility center. So we'll talk about, about um, when to do it, why to do it, the cost to do it, things like that. So um, I'll talk NCAA and then – Tyler would chime in and talk about NAIA. Um, so if you're Division three, you do not have to do uh, NCAA eligibility. Um, and typically, Division three is more academic focused, so their standards are higher than what NCAA requires anyways. Um, so you're going to have to base it on what their standards are different than what the NCAA um, requires. And so that's kind of why they don't always require that um so you can create a page as early as you want and not pay um you can find the link on um, but if you just google ncaa eligibility it pops right up it's the easiest thing to find um so you can start creating a page early as a freshman uh and not pay anything until you're until you're ready to get going but what it does is is it's verifying you're an amateur athlete and you're academically eligible. An amateur means you haven't got paid to play soccer, uh, and most of us in the United States have not. Uh, right now, it's $90 currently for NCAA. Uh, I think it's $80 for an AI. Um, and so there's a couple times that you're going to have to take it, but it means you're not. It means you're academic eligible. So, so um, there are division requirements for NAIA. I, we'll just post a link. I don't want to read every single one of them, but Division One. Um, you have 16 core classes that you must have, um, basically four years of English, math, um, additional year of English, you know, social science, things like that. Um, and you have to have a minimum GPA of 2.3. Uh, standardized test is no longer required as part of the academic requirements, um, so that's good. Uh, you still get money for it, but that's a whole different topic. But And you have to be able to graduate from school, and that's Division One, Division Two. 
um, still has 16 core classes, a minimum GPA of 2.0, uh, and you have to graduate from high school. Um, now, and then, like I said, Division three sets their own. So why do you have to do this, and when should you do this? Um, number one, I think starting your freshman year, because we have these academic requirements, this is why we offer the honest game for you. It helps you with this eligibility, um, because you have to be, no matter how good you are, if you're not academically eligible to play, you're not you're not going to be able to play um, in any division. So the honest game is free for our CAP Plus clubs. If you're not on it, you can get to it, uh, and it helps you keep track of academic eligibility for NCAA and NAIA. Um, you will have to have eligibility centers completed by your senior year. If you're going on an official visit with a Division One and Division Two, you will need uh, to have your NCAA uh, eligibility center completed, and it will give you a number. Um, and on your Navigate account, the number you can put the number in there, and you'll complete it, and that's when you pay the ninety dollars. Um, and so you can register as a freshman. You don't yet have to pay, um, but you must have it to attend official visit. So you can wait till you get a little closer. Um, if the $90 and $80 isn't a big thing for you, there's really no harm of registering um, as, a, as a junior because you get the number out of the way, and that way you're ready to go um, in, either way, in either way you go. So um, we'll post a link to the registration checklist. We do have a, a, a course on the eligibility center on CAP University, um, and I'm going to let Tyler talk about the NAIA academic requirements and, and how they use it. Yeah, so same thing at any time you can create your profile uh, for the NAIA Eligibility Center um, without paying uh, and, and to get your number. Um, as far as academic requirements go for the NAIA, I, you said D2 is 2.0 requirement? Correct. Yeah, NAIA is the same. Uh, and you'll see a lot of similarities, I think, between Division Two and NAIA just in general. Uh, but the NAI is a 2.0 uh, academic requirement. Um, now, when it comes to uh, official visits, the NAI does not have a limit on how many official visits you can take. Therefore, you don't necessarily have to pay the fee of the eligibility center until you've committed to play for an NAIA institution. At that time, um, you can you can pay your fee. Uh, and just once again, a reminder, this is a one-time thing, okay? You don't pay the eligibility center every year to determine mm -hmm. your eligibility. It is a one-time thing. Once you're in the college game and you have paid, um, then, then you are good to go. Um, so uh, as far as official visits versus unofficial visits at the NAIA level go, with based off that, that is an institutional decision. Okay, so some institutions may help pay for more than others. Some might not do anything. It all depends, uh, and you would be able to ask the, the coach. So when do you get an NAIA uh, profile? Once again, whenever you, whenever you see fit. Um, I will say for both waiting till the last second to get mm -hmm. all of your information in as far as, like, your transcripts and, and from, your, from your high school over to the eligibility center and your profile finished and filled out, uh, the longer you wait, the the more you could uh, jeopardize your opportunities for them to deem you eligible in time for your first game. So this isn't something that you need to wait on after you've committed to a college. You need to get on this process early 
Um, and I, I don't know about NCAA, but NAI does give what they call an early decision eligibility, which means mostly, I think you have to finish like your first semester senior year and it would be like impossible for you to fall below a certain level. So they just go ahead and say you're eligible. You don't have to do it again after your uh, uh, final transcripts come out in May. So you don't want to wait on that. Um, but one thing they are checking, like Josh mentioned, is your, uh, did you play a professional at a professional level? Did you receive money? They will search your name uh, for uh, leagues. Um, if you're, especially if you're an international student, you know, at the NAI level. So uh, they are look, making sure you have your amateur status still. Uh, if you did play professionally, um, sometimes for the NAI, it, it won't, it doesn't mean you cannot play. Uh, but you might lose like two years of eligibility for playing one season abroad. Uh, so then you might just be eligible for one season or two seasons. Um, so it's not always a complete ax on your college career, uh, depending on what level you played at. Yeah. Very good. Um, and like Tyler said, I do want to kind of focus back on, on, on starting this process early. Um, it, it, it is kind of a pain. Because there are certain for for both of them, you you know you create your account, um, and you're gonna have to input test scores. You're gonna have to get some stuff from your guidance counselor at the very end of the day. Um, your guidance counselor is gonna send a final official transcript to verify high school graduation, class rank, cumulative GPA um, to the LSB Center um, through the NAI portal or the NCAA portal. So, well, here here's the reason too, but, Josh. You know that this the yeah. power had been taken away from colleges, so it used to be where you submitted all your transcripts and ACT mm -hmm. test scores to the college. They sent it to the eligibility center, and then you were cleared. Well, uh, God forbid, but some colleges probably took advantage of that um, and, and to get players what? eligible. So what? now the requirement is portals to the high school. So your high school guidance counselors and uh, registrars should be able to access the NCAA portal and the NAIA portal to upload your information that is necessary. You may have, like Josh said, you may have to work with them on this a little bit, and that's a, a pain, I know, but it's a it's a necessary evil. Yep. So that is as exciting as we can make the the eligibility center. Um, I was hoping Tyler's cat would walk through or something. So we could have some kind of <laughs> excitement, but I know it's it, 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 it um, but it is something to get started. Don't be afraid of it. There is a, a course on, on, on Cap University. Um, you can also look up, but I highly encourage you to get with the Honest Game. Um, again, it is free for our Cap Plus. It walks you through. It helps you through this process. It makes life a million times easier. And it's one of the things that we, we have for you. So um, with that is the Eligibility Center. Uh, and thanks again for listening to Cap Chat Live. <laughs>